one of the greatest gifts of recovery is realizing we don't have to face our hurts alone. Having a sponsor and understanding the fruit of having someone by our side can be one of the greatest gifts on a recovery journey. We're going to talk about it today. Welcome to the Celebrate Recovery official podcast. Celebrate Recovery is a ministry based on the Beatitudes, where Jesus reminds us that we can face our hurts, habits, and hangups, and maybe courageously face those broken relationships to find freedom in our life. As you're listening, we want you to know that we acknowledge your struggle is real, that you matter to God, and we have the power through Jesus Christ to change and find that hope that he has the power to help all of us recover. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney. I'm the global field director with Celebrate Recovery. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, We're excited about this uh, podcast uh, streaming and uh, thank you for sharing this and giving us a rating so that we can reach uh, uh, more people. Excited about this conversation on sponsors. It's It can be one of the most confusing things, uh, but uh, one of the most empowering things in our, our life. And I've got a dear brother and a guy that I have a high admiration and respect for, Mac Owen, uh, the Global Director of Celebrate Recovery, joining me today. Mac, thanks for being here. Thank you, Rodney. I really appreciate you asking me to come on today. And just for those who don't know, I am a believer in Jesus Christ, and it was my struggles with drugs and alcohol that brought me to celebrate recovery. And my name is Mac. Hey, Mac. Thanks. Thanks so much for being here. And and uh, and you have a lot of uh, recovery experience, Mac. And and a lot of our listeners know who you are. Some will be meeting you for the first time and, and hearing some of your insight, but I'm excited to kind of hear and unpack some of this great uh, conversation. We may do a couple uh, different podcasts on this because there's a lot there, but but Mac, as we jump in, uh, what is, what's the importance of the sponsor or sponsee uh, relationship? What's the value of that in recovery? All right. Well, you know, when, when you told me that you wanted to talk about this, I was really excited because this is it really was the catalyst for me, not just not getting in the recovery. I was broken. That's why I got in the recovery, but it was the catalyst for me staying in recovery because I found a good godly man who was able to help set the pace for me and challenge me with things in my life that I hadn't done before. And so when I think about sponsor, sponsor, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is a relationship. And a lot for a lot of us, this is a relationship uh, that was maybe the first healthy relationship we had in our lives mm-hmm. about from another uh, man that could actually encourage us to walk a better path. And mm-hmm. so for me, I, I really don't know what I would have done without the sponsor. And so, sometimes we get hung up on that word sponsor. But what this is to me is a good, godly mentor, mm-hmm. uh, someone that's agreeing with what we're doing in recovery, someone that's walked the path before, someone that can help us in our walk in recovery. So when I first got into recovery, I really didn't know um, what I was going to do. I I just went to church. I didn't even know about recovery groups. I didn't know about AA. This was uh, 35 years ago almost. And so I didn't know anywhere to go except the church. So I went to church expecting them to really kick me out and say, don't come back here. But that's not what they did. They Mm -hmm. said, we want you to keep coming back. You're our first drug addict, but we want you to keep coming back. 
And that to me was like, I mean, uh, I just couldn't believe that they would really want me to come back. But what they did next was amazing. They sent me outside the church. And and now, and this side note, I'm so glad we have Subway Recovery because we don't have to send people outside the church for help today. That's now, awesome. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with traditional or or, or secular groups, because that's where I started, and the church sent me to AA. Mm. Now, there was irony to that, because after being in AA for a while, AA sent me back to the church. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite quotes in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous is page 87, where it says, Be quick to see where religious people are right and make use of what they have to offer. Mm. Well, this was one of the things, when I got to AA, I saw a good godly man that was in our AA group, and I decided I want what he has. Mm. And so AA became a great reset for me. It was a great place for me to just stop and then look outside of myself to someone else that I could get help from. So I Mm. found this good godly man. I asked him to be my sponsor. And and the more more (laughs) I studied the Bible— the more I see how biblical this is, because mm-hmm. I am convinced that all of us need a Paul, a Timothy, and a Barnabas in our life. You know, a Paul would be that person that sets the pace. Paul, the Paul in my life is my sponsor, and he's the one that really holds me to a higher standard. And, you know, I'll, I'll just let me say this. Even after 34-plus years of recovery, he still challenges me today Sometimes, like it's my first day in recovery. Wow. And I'm so thankful for that because he realizes Philippians 1 6, where Paul did say, you know, uh, I'm, that I'm so glad God started this great work in us, but it will never be complete until mm. Jesus Christ comes back. So, my yeah. sponsor, who is now in his late 80s and has over 60 years of recovery, is still holding me to a higher standard than even I hold myself sometimes. But that spurs me on then to do better in my daily walk and to memorize more scriptures. I'll talk about that more later, one of the yeah. things he got me to do. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, I was back, I was, I'm really convinced that all of us need a Paul, a Timothy, and a Barnabas. And, and that Paul is that person that sets the pace for us. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the one that challenges us when maybe nobody else would. Mm-hmm. And then that Timothy in our life is that one that we sponsor or the one we help set the pace for. Yeah. And then that Barnabas is just that encourager in our lives. So those are three. Those are the Barnabas are sort of like our accountability partners. Yeah. And so really to me, that's the, um, that's the, that, that's the relationships that I find in recovery that I never found anywhere else. I'm not saying that those relationships aren't out there, but it was so structured mm-hmm. when I got to recovery. It was it was just like here's the roadmap. You yeah. need a sponsor. You know, you need to one day be sponsoring people. You need uh, accountability partners. Well, and uh, anyway, and that I, was a, a real plus yeah, for me. It makes me think too, Mac. It's good for our listeners. Some some people know you. Some people listening uh, stumbled onto this. Uh, how long have you been in recovery, Mac? I've been in recovery 34 years. I'm working on my 35th year. <laughs> yeah, 35 years. And that's so important. I, I just didn't want to just go by that because here you are, a guy in recovery. Um, you, you know, you're probably not thinking about using or drinking or, any, you know, any substances, you know, but 
you still have someone, you have those guys in your life. And I just think that's such an important point to make that no matter how long you're in recovery, if you think you've arrived, uh, watch out. You're, you're probably in danger of falling. <laughs> that's right. right. That's exactly right. And, 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 and to me, just that um, my, my sponsor, he, he, he gave me such little gems, you know, that he would just say something and then basically just walk off and just almost leave me hanging. And I'd be saying, what did he just say? You know, and, and uh, some of the things that, that he, he would would tell me is, you know, like when I didn't want to go to a meeting, he'd say, bring your butt and your head will finally catch up. You know, <laughs> exactly. when he'd say, he'd say things like that, I'd be like, I can't believe he just said that to me. But it was the things that I needed to hear um, in that relationship with his sponsor uh, that he wasn't afraid to tell me. And, you know, that's what I think sometimes we're so afraid to tell people the truth. Mm. about what we see in their lives that they miss out on the blessing of being challenged. And so one of the greatest things my sponsor ever did for me was he was not afraid to challenge me in ways that he saw that I needed to grow in. And so that was a, a huge plus for me. But he was he was just always saying something in, in my life, uh, speaking into my life that helped me. He, he caused me to think. And, you know, uh, I think we can do no greater service to someone we sponsor, to a sponsee, than to cause them to think and then come up with some answers on their own. All the time, my sponsor was telling me stuff that um, to get me to think. He knew the answer. Or he knew the best course, at least for him, but he wanted to see if I would come up with something close to that. And mm. so... Causing our folks to think and use their, their minds is a, um, a huge part of being a sponsor. Not just, remember, we are not here, and I'll probably say this again, but we are not here to do recovery for somebody. That's not mm. a sponsor relationship. Right. We're, to, we're here to help them find what works best in their lives as they look to Jesus Christ and they look to, you know, their, for their life to be better. Yeah, pointing them to the so. true rescuer and savior in the story, right? Yeah. Not, not making ourselves the hero, but pointing, a, pointing them to the true hero in Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what, I'm so glad you just said that. My sponsor is not my hero. <laughs> Jesus Christ is my hero. And my sponsor points me to the real hero, mm. Jesus Christ. He's the hero in the story, not the rest of us. Right. Now he uses us, to help other people along the way. Sure. And that's a value. I never want to discount how valuable he says that we are in showing other people the light, but we got to remember that he is the light. Yeah. 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 I mean, just that love God, love others, you know, point, you know, go to Jesus and then make sure we're connecting with each other in that process. What a, what a valuable asset our sponsors can be. Mac, as you're, as you're talking, I'm just kind of curious. It makes me wonder if someone's listening. What, how do you, how did you find your sponsor? I know that sounds maybe like a silly question, but you know that can be scary to approach someone maybe that you don't really know and certainly don't know you fully. How, how did you find your sponsor? Just curious about that. And that is really probably identifying a sponsor is probably the easiest thing. Now, mm. the next step as far as Acquiring a sponsor, that can be a little bit scary. But identifying, to me, is 
when you go to Open Share Group, that's to me the best place to find someone that you're looking to sponsor you. Mm-hmm. Because when you go to Open Share Group and you're listening to those guys that have been in there for a while and you hear somebody that what they say really resonates with you. Now, that could be that your past were a lot the same, you know, and it resonates with you of how that person then was an overcomer of the things that they had done or had been done to them in their past. And so for me, that was it. When I got into a a meeting, it was called an old timers meeting. (laughs) And when I got into this meeting, I heard this guy speak and it was like, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Mm. You know, I want what he has. And so spiritually I was a baby. So I had a lot of growing up to do. I mean, and so I wanted what he had. So I said, you know what, for lack of a better term, he's going to be my spiritual dad. Mm. If he'll have. And so that's the hard part. The easy part was identifying. The hard part is if he'll have me. In other words, I've got to now, muster the courage to ask this person if they'll be my sponsor, if they'll be the mentor in my life, if they'll actually spend time with me, you know, out of their busy day. And, you know, if you start thinking about that too much, that's almost a little daunting because then you're like, talk yourself yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they want to be with me? Why would they want to spend time with me? Why would they want to give me wisdom that they found? Well, that's what I missed from the very beginning was that's what this whole ministry, this whole program is about, is about receiving this grace from Jesus Christ and then giving it to somebody else. If I, if I get what I can get out of Celebrate Recovery and never give it, give it to anybody else, I guarantee you one thing, I won't keep it very long. <laughs> How can you keep it, right? Yeah. Right. And that's one of the greatest oxymorons about recovery is you can't keep what you don't give away. Mm. And so that sounds like, hold on, that sounds counterproductive. What do you mean you want me to give it away? How, <laughs> yeah. what, what? And, and it's so funny when you give it away, then it multiplies back to you. And so my sponsor, the one that I wanted to be my sponsor, knew that. So when I asked him to be my sponsor, he was like, totally. I'll mm. be glad to be your sponsor, but there's some things I'm going to have you do. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what, then I was like, uh-oh. What's that mean? <laughs> yeah, brace yourself. Yeah, I think that it wasn't. It wasn't just a okay. I can call him my sponsor. No, it was. I can call him my sponsor, but then he's going to have some action items for me. Yeah, to do. there's a cost involved, you know? right? What's what's my skin in the game? I love that you you're talking about. We can't work harder than those we're sponsoring, and we can't expect our sponsor if we're having somebody sponsors. We can't expect them to work harder than our recovery. What's our part? We do have a part on this journey, and and uh, doing doing that takes courage. It takes work, but man, the fruit um, uh, pays off um, in big ways, doesn't it? Oh, no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's the whole bonus in this thing. You know, if I'm willing to put work into this, it will multiply, and then I'm I want to give away what I've been given, yeah, you know? And so, and you're so right, you know, it's, it's so easy. I'm, I'm on a, uh, 
You know, let me. I'm, I'm going to finish that thought here in a minute. Let me think about what I was about to yeah, say. Yeah. Okay. I've got some more to say on that. Oh, that's perfect. I think we'll take a quick pause here and um, enjoying this conversation with Mac Owen, our global director of Celebrate Recovery, on the important value of having a sponsor. And so, when we come back, uh, we will continue the conversation. Stick with us. We'll be right back. looking for practical tools to help you start and run a Celebrate Recovery in your church? Consider joining us for a Celebrate Recovery training conference online or in person. Visit our website at CelebrateRecovery.com for dates and times. And don't forget to connect with your Celebrate Recovery state representative. They are here to serve you as you walk through this process. Find a rep near you by visiting CelebrateRecovery.com forward slash reps. Welcome back. We're, we've been having a great conversation uh, with Mac Owen, our uh, global director of Celebrate Recovery, and I'm taking some good notes. He's got some great insight, and hopefully you're getting some good nuggets out of this as well. Uh, so, Mac, uh, we, we kind of interrupted a thought there and uh, want to pick up where we left off just on the value of a sponsor, but uh, continue your thought that you had kind of started there before we went into a break. Yeah, what you had said was you said that, uh, you know, we can't work harder at somebody else's problem than mm-hmm. they're willing to work. Right. And, you know, so as a sponsor, I can't work harder at my sponsees. You know, I, I want recovery for them so bad that it's almost like I want to try to start fixing them. And that's, you know, one of the number one no-nos yeah. <laughs> in recovery is, you know, if, if I couldn't fix myself, what makes me think you could? Yeah. And, um, you know, I, let me just say this. My sponsor told me, uh, which was a, another one of those pearls of wisdom. He told me when I first got here, he said, it is not my job to keep you out of hell. Mm. It is not my job to get you into heaven. My job is to help you clean your mind up enough where you can make a good decision where you want to go. Mm. And when he said that, I was like, that was one of the things I was like, give me a minute. I need to think about that. <laughs> That's <You> deep. <laughs> but, but he was telling me, I'm not going to work harder mm. at this than you are. Wow. And so here's, here's what I know. All of, I pride myself in saying I am not codependent. I don't have a codependent bone in my body. Well, that's not exactly true. Because when it comes to sponsees, sometimes I want them to get this so bad that I'll almost do anything to help them get that. And that's counterproductive to really them taking the action to work on their recovery themselves. So mm. as sponsors, I think we really have to fight that it, that codependent bone that's in in all of us a little bit mm-hmm. to really help people in a way that is detrimental to them and not challenge people to really do the action take the action that it takes for them to uh, really find that recovery for themselves. And yeah. When I say for themselves, that doesn't mean they're doing it alone. Right. We're doing it together, but they've got to have those epiphanies. I mean, don't, don't I know you've. Uh, along the way, you had to have some of those epiphanies where it was just uh, all of a sudden you had a thought, and it was like, wow, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> it was almost like the people around me were just waiting on me to finally get that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was about time. <laughs> yeah. Right, about time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes me think, I mean, just in that fixing as a sponsor, you know, or expecting my sponsor to fix, I mean, maybe you can speak to that, Mac, just the, the maturing process, you know, part of that is – working through feeling the struggle 
walking through the struggle, not alone, but someone locking arms with me, but not trying to protect me from feeling the struggle. Cause that's, that's a part of that maturing process, isn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not here to take away your feelings. Right. And my sponsor wasn't either. I needed to feel the things. There was days when I was, you know, because of relationships with my earthly father, that uh, we didn't want to get along real great, even in my recovery. Now, later on in that relationship, it turned around. It was the best relationship ever. Mm. But early, I remember feeling totally overwhelmed yeah. uh, with, with feelings about my father and my sponsor telling me things like, well, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't want to take these feelings away from you of being, oh, well, we're going to work through this together. Mm. But I want you to feel those feelings because they're really real. And what are you going to do with being overwhelmed? With how are you going to how are you going to deal with it? Now he would give me some good tips mm. on, on different things I could do. Most of it was about showing up different places. Yeah. But he would also allow me to feel those feelings without saying, "Mac, it's going to be all right. You don't have to worry about that." <laughs> no, my relationship with my dad was important enough for him to say, "I want you to feel this, and I want you to work on." how you're going to make that relationship better on your end. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that, that was one of the coolest things to me was, and I'm sort of getting, I'm just giving you some things my sponsor did for me. Yeah. Uh, but he, um, uh, in allowing me to feel those feelings about my dad, I was able to forgive my dad and my dad never asked for forgiveness. Mm. In that forgiveness, that I gave him, we developed a relationship that was closer than it had been for my whole life. As a matter of fact, when we would go to family gatherings and stuff, my dad would always, you know, motion me over, you know, as soon as I came in and then he'd sit down and he'd ask me things like, uh, who you've been sharing the gospel with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whose life are you affecting today? And he'd want to hear all the stories about the people that were, I was meeting in recovery and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was only because I came to a place where I worked my recovery, forgave my dad, even though he never asked for my forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's so you know, important. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. And so that was one of the cool things my sponsor really did for me is let me feel my feelings and not try to take them away from me and make everything better. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it makes me you think know? of, you know, David, you know, David in the Bible got himself in some big messes. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, when you were talking, it just kind of it resonated in my heart, the story when when David is trying to manage his his sin on his own and Nathan looks him in the eye and says, you're that guy. And yeah. and just letting, I'm just imagining what was David feeling in that moment? And, you know, Nathan's not saying, but but don't feel bad. It's, you know, <laughs> he's kind of letting him feel the weight of that because we have to feel that. We have to mourn after that, don't we? to mourn after our sin uh, so that we can be comforted by the father but if we don't feel it we can't we can't lead to that healing process so yeah it just made me yeah. think of that david and nathan just how powerful that moment must have been what a cool sponsor sponsy <laughs> picture Isn't right that, that's a, man i remember that's a great sponsor sponsor relationship right there and and when you said that you know going the morning you know the book of james who we know was written by Jesus' half-brother, James. Mm. James says, our laughter needs to turn to mourning. 
and mm-hmm. you know, and we need to humble ourselves for it. When I read that at first, I was like, hold it, I want to be happy in this life. <laughs> and, and he wasn't talking about not being happy, but what he was saying was, we need to repent. We need to go in mourning because of our past life. And uh, really in mourning, that's where I really come in touch with my feelings. And then, to, you know, I hear people say sometimes that, that guilt is not from God. I don't believe that. Shame right. is not from right. God. Yeah, but guilt is a good thing if it motivates me to do better. If it motivates me to mourn over my sin, yeah, that's a good thing, you know. And so that's what my sponsor really was teaching me: was get in touch with your feelings, deal with them, mourn about them, and then now let's move on into the next phase of our relationship with God. You're growing, you're maturing, and He was helping to make sure that process was taking place in my life. Mm, that's so good. Well, yeah, so, yeah, so incredible nuggets to uh, the value of a sponsor. Uh, it just as we kind of wrap it up here, what, what, what would you say, um, you know, if you think about your sponsor relationship, maybe there's something that your sponsor has shared with you through the years. Um, I'm sure you have a, a book full of things that you have kind of taken in, but it might be an encouragement to someone that's listening right now that they could kind of receive for themselves. I'm putting you on the spot, but and that's okay. I got it, man. <laughs> this is this, this sponsored relationship is no joke in my life. So I, when you ask me things like that, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah. My sponsor, um, and I didn't get into, we didn't get into a whole list of things I expect out of a sponsor. We'll get that to another time. Yeah. But one of the things that he expected out of me was to memorize Bible verses. Now, remember, I told you I found this guy in AA, but he was a good, <laughs> godly man who also attended the church that I went to. I just didn't know it yeah. and didn't know him. And so anyway, he would make me memorize Bible verses for every week, every Sunday. I would have to he'd come look him up. And then the verse he gave me from last week, I would have to give that back to him. And I told him, I said, I cannot memorize scripture. I've burnt too many brain cells. He said, fine, then I can't be your sponsor. I said, whoa, no, no, I didn't know it was a deal breaker. (laughs) I don't know how to do that. He said, I'm going to tell you how to do it. He said, tomorrow morning, I want you to memorize Colossians 1.13, for he has rescued us and brought us into the dominion of the Son he loves, Jesus Christ. We have the forgiveness of all our sins. So he said, I want you to memorize that, but I don't want you to start out memorizing. I want you to write it down on a three-by-five card tomorrow morning. And then keep that in your pocket all during the day. Just pull it out whenever you think about it and read it. He said, then tomorrow, Tuesday, he said, I want you to do the same thing. Take that card. You can throw it away. You can keep it in a pile. I don't care what you do with it, but you write a new card. You put that new card in your pocket. You pull it out all during the day. He said, do this until next Saturday, and then next Sunday when you see me, I guarantee you, you'll have that verse memorized. He said, so don't try to memorize it all during the week. Just keep it on that three-by-five card. Now, Mm. 34 years later, Rodney, you won't know me well enough (laughs) to know that I'm going to have a Bible verse in my back pocket. Oh, yeah. I had to give you one that fell out of your pocket when we were sitting at the restaurant table, remember? You sure did. (laughs) (laughs) So that Bible verse in my pocket was something that my sponsor instilled in me all those years ago that still to this day is having an impact on my life. Mm. Wow. And it does every day. Wow. What a cool, cool visual expression of somebody being brought into your life that, that 
truly loves you as a brother in Christ because he's given you the tools, he's given you truth and pointing you to the the only one that can give you that that blessing, that happiness that Jesus talks about in the Beatitudes is in spite of our circumstances, right? <laughs> in spite right, of our exactly. circumstances. How do I have that contentment uh, and that joy in my heart? So great discussion, mm-hmm. Mac. Thank you so much. Such good stuff. And I know I wrote down a bunch of good stuff and, and hopefully our listeners are doing the same. And just appreciate you, brother. Appreciate your insight and your wisdom and, and the impact that you're making on literally hundreds of thousands of lives uh, through the ministry of Celebrate Recovery. Uh, thanks. Uh, for- it's my pleasure. My pleasure. This is uh, the best thing I've ever been involved in in my life, and I can't keep quiet about it. Yeah. Well, we love you, brother. Well, and by the way, is it snowing in Colorado? It is actually snowing today. Yes, this is our about third or fourth snow of the year already. It's, uh, let me see, this is about October. No, November, 1st November, and we've already had three pretty good snows. So, yeah, it's awesome. cool up here, but that's okay. I got a big fire going in the fireplace, so everything's good. Awesome. Well, I love you, brother. Thanks for, for jumping on with me and a great, great conversation. Yeah, I love you too, and thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, thank you for for the listeners uh, being here with us today. Um, Hey, I just want to remind you that no matter what you're facing in your life, um, you too can find freedom and healing from your hurts, hangups, and habits. And and maybe you'd like to jump into a group with Celebrate Recovery. Just go to CelebrateRecovery.com forward slash groups and find a group and join us on this incredible journey we call recovery. Until then, we're so grateful that you joined us today, and thanks for listening, and we hope that you will join us next time. Until then, God bless you.